but, uh, you know, these are disasters waiting to happen. And uh, what they do is uh, with the phosphate mining company, the companies like Mosaic, is they take the, the wet scrubbers that they've captured all these contaminants in, and uh, with the acidulation process, they spray sulfuric acid inside those, those stacks, those scrubbers, and they take out the heavy metals, the radioactive isotopes and all that, uh, the fluoride, they sell it as water fluoridation, despite that it's untreated. It has all these uh, toxins in it. So folks need to, uh, you know, get back to composting, uh, get away from um, this kind of the chemical fertilizers. They're obsolete. It's just forced growth where they, they're just uh, the three main components are phosphorus, nitrogen, potassium, which is what most plants need to live, but they don't do very well. So they then uh, the farmers feel dependent on pesticides and herbicides to protect their crops. And, and the I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. We're about to go to NPR. Live from NPR yeah. News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. Panic and death following a riot after an Indonesian soccer match. In East Java, authorities say at least 125 people died in a violent crush of people stampeding to exit a stadium filled with tear gas. NPR's Anthony Kuhn has more. Fans stormed the field in anger after the home team in Malang lost to a team from Surabaya, both cities in East Java. Police responded with tear gas. Fans stampeded for the exits and dozens were trampled or suffocated. President Joko Widodo ordered Indonesia's Soccer League 1 suspended pending an investigation into the incident and a review of security procedures. The international soccer governing body FIFA's rules ban police use of tear gas to control crowds at soccer matches. The police countered that rioters were attacking police cars and officers. Making matters worse, match organizers reportedly printed 42,000 tickets for a stadium with a capacity of 38,000. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Seoul. The remnants of Hurricane Ian linger over the middle Atlantic states with rain and a low potential for flooding. Further south, people are reconciling themselves to the hurricane's devastation and what must be done next. The administrator of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, Deanne Criswell, says the stage has been set to provide help in what is expected to be a very long-term challenge, especially in Florida. We have already assigned um, a federal disaster recovery coordinator to to help lead the recovery planning efforts and where we bring in all of our federal partners to support the long-term needs to help these communities rebuild. 47 storm-related deaths have been confirmed in Florida. In Bonita Springs, Emily Beck and a friend chose to ride out the hurricane. We both thought that we were going to drown in the house. When we, couldn't yeah. get the, when we couldn't get the door open, I think we both came to terms with we're going to die in this house. President Biden will visit Puerto Rico and Florida this week to survey damages from two hurricanes. Polls have opened in Brazil for one of the most critical and highly polarized elections in the South American nation. Voters will decide whether to keep their far-right president or, like many neighbors in Latin America, take a big shift to the left. NPR's Kerry Khan reports. Incumbent Jair Bolsonaro is voting at the school where I'm at right now on a sprawling military compound in western Rio de Janeiro. The former army captain is trailing in the polls after a turbulent four-year term marked by his provocative style. Bolsonaro frequently rails against the media and political correctness and has built a loyal base devoted to his defense of traditional values and nationalistic fervor. He's been criticized for his handling of the COVID pandemic, loosening gun laws, and an unprecedented deforestation of the Amazon rainforest. This is NPR News. In San Francisco, thousands marched in a show of support for Iranian protests over the death of a 22-year-old woman while in the custody of Iran's morality police last month. From member station KQED, Billy Cruz reports. Marchers made their way through the streets, chanting Masa Amini. Many held up pictures of Amini, while others held photos of loved ones that are currently arrested or missing in Iran. Nazanin Balsa, an Iranian woman living in the United States, says the death of Amini is heartbreaking, but not surprising. I was dragged with my hair on the street because I didn't have my hijab right, and I know how they can kill you. It's not, it's not very shocking to me, but I'm glad that the world is waking up to how brutal this regime is. Amini's death continues to spark protests worldwide, while the Iranian government has been imposing internet blackouts. For NPR News, 
I'm Billy Cruz in San Francisco. Two nephews of the wife of Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro have been released in a prisoner swap between the U.S. and Venezuela. The men had been jailed on drug smuggling convictions. In exchange, Venezuela has freed seven Americans imprisoned there. Five oil executives are among the Americans released by Venezuela in the largest trade of detained citizens ever carried out by the Biden administration. The five had been imprisoned there for five years. Their release follows months of talks, including repeated visits to Venezuela over the last year by senior U.S. officials. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News, Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Kauffman Foundation, working together with communities to break down barriers and prepare all people for success in their jobs and careers as employees or entrepreneurs. More online at Kauffman.org. We need you. This is Miss Julie. Our week-long fall membership drive is from 9 a.m. Thursday, October 6th through 9 a.m. on Thursday, October 13th. We are seeking volunteers to help take pledge calls, tally people to track funds coming in, and food donors to help feed those hungry and grateful volunteers. Restaurants, chefs, or caterers can find out more about donating drinks, snacks, or individually packaged meals, or how to volunteer by calling me at 813-238-8001 or email Miss Julie, that's M-I-S-S-J-U-L-I-E at WMNF.org. Thanks. Our fall fund drive is October 6th through the 13th, but you don't have to wait to donate. Our programmers are under pressure to get early donations. Please do your part to make them feel special. Give at WMNF.org through our app or call 813-239-9663. Happy fall. Peace, 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 peace. Power. Power. Mad liberator. Death operator. Rock the data. Amazing flavor. Yo, the way I feel. Sometimes it's too hard to sit still Things are so passionate, times are so real Sometimes I try to chill, mellow down, blow a smoke A smile on my face, but it's really no joke You feel it in the street that people breathe without hope They're going through the motion, they dimming down the focus The focus get cleared and the light turns sharp And the eyes grow teary, the mind grow weary I speak it so clearly, sometimes y'all don't hear me I push it past the base, no nations got to feel me I feel it in my bones black, I'm so wide awake That I'm hardly ever asleep, my flow forever Deep in this volume of scriptures when I breathe on a beat My presence speak volume before I say a word I'm everywhere, penthouse, pavement, the curb Cradle to the grave, so cathedral of a cell Universal ghetto life, holla black, you know it well Quiet storm, vital form, pen push the brighter course Mind is a vital force, hollow a right across Soul is the lion's roar, voice is the siren I swing round, ring out, and bring down the tyrant Chop a small axe and knock a giant lopsided The world is so dangerous, there's no need for frightening Something's trying to hide like the struggle won't find them Then the sun busts through the cloud They clearly remind them It's A-Ware Penthouse pavement the curb Cradle to the grave Talk of each of a shell Universal ghetto life Holla black you know it well What it is You know They know what it is We know Y'all know what it is Ecstatic There it is Huh What it is You know We know what it is They know Y'all know what it is You know what it is, you know, we know what it is, they know, y'all know what it is, you know, it is. 
and Slick Rick on right here on the Sunday Forum, WMNF 88.5, Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. This is your host, Walter Elspeth II, the voice of the Tampa Bay area, along with the members of the 4th Estate crew. I got Yamiko in the house. Yamiko, what's up? Hello. <laughs> Mabili, what's up? What's up? Yeah, I got my crew. I got my backup. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what y'all gonna do? Locked and loaded. <laughs> Locked and loaded, baby. Huh? <laughs> For your Sunday morning, pumping through your ear holes. That's how we do right here on the Sunday Forum, baby. Daryl. Yep. What's up? Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. We know that wildcat spirit you got on you, brother. That's all right, though. It's all good. Yeah, and I had to exit the state in evolution. Out of all the places that had to exit, it had to be evolution. Yo, man. I, let me tell you. Again, my heart goes out to those folk out there, man. But that's that's just foul. Um, is is uh, uh, yeah, is, is 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 Stein on there? Mm-hmm. All right, Stein, you on there, man? I am. All right, all right. So go. So we were talking about in the last in the last just before the NPR came on, we were talking about the issue of the gyp stacks. Um, what you brought up is 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 very critical to this point and to the issue of. Why people ought not to be taking these deep these deep sighs of relief? Because when I say it's not over, just because it it didn't hit us doesn't mean it didn't hit us. You, you understand what I'm saying to you, Chris? Yeah. Well, there could also be a seismic activity or something that uh, causes a sinkhole to form underneath them or nearby them. So yeah, it could be a um, a, con- a, conflag- a conflagration of of factors and. Uh, I think well, the reason I'm saying that is is because of the fact that uh, just because it doesn't hit us doesn't mean it didn't hit us. It means that there are there are those factors that you're referring to. There are also the factors that go along that says Mosaic should have done more with the communities to prepare them for this. This was you know like in other words to talk to them like we got sense, like we're human beings. Like we're not animals, we are people who suffer, who suffer every day based off of the the the, the what we just mentioned about the about the um, radioactivity that takes place that they breathe in every day from the particulates from those from particulate matter that comes off of those mounds. So yeah, but, and imagine but, if those but, things had collapsed, <clears throat> if if any of that collapsed or fails at any point, 
like you saw at Piney Point. There was a, there was an issue where people thought it was going to collapse. Right. Yeah. Um, and by the way, it was uh, the, the Nobel laureate, as mentioning, is Gerard Moreau, who uh, about three years ago came out and said that lasers could be used to remediate uh, radioactive water. But mm-hmm. I don't know if there's been progress made on that. I've seen patents over the last 22 years or so. Um, and uh, you know, the other technologies the, that they can, you know, the uh, radioactive isotopes with half-lives of millions of years can uh, be neutralized in less than an hour with lasers, according to this research. So right. I don't know if that's something that they could uh, invest in or uh, government should be ready to deploy if there's ever an emergency, maybe with drones or I don't know how the technology works. It's but, certainly uh, something to consider. Pardon me. It's certainly something that we need. We need to if it if it because ex- it does exist. It's something that we need to consider if, in fact, it's something that is applicable in this particular situation. As we're talking about phosphate mining, um, there are other particular matter issues that are at hand that have to be considered um, uh, in terms of their leaching and so forth um, in, in this particular matter. Because it's not like it's only it's only radioactive material. There are other materials as well, like nitrates. Nitrates yeah, under certain metal. heats. Right, and, he- and other heavy metals and things like that that have to be considered. Uh, so, but yeah, you know, that's, that's a very, those are very good points. And thank you, Chris. I appreciate you telling me this, man. All that land can't be remediated is the point. You know, these 25 gypsum stacks, uh, you know, if there's no other way to remediate them, uh, I don't know any other way to remediate them other than possibly lasers. But, right. um, you know, I just want to put Mosaic out of business and point out to folks that fertilizer is obsolete. As I was saying before, you know, it's a it's a forced growth technology, meaning they're just giving plants the the three basic minerals they need: phosphorus, potassium, nitrogen, uh, the basics. But they don't do well without all the nutrients. So they their natural immune systems can't fend off pests or fungus, and so they feel right. like the farmers feel like they have to use pesticides and fungicides. Whereas if they were to use Mineral ions, say from a water ionizer, just put in a spray bottle like I do here at home and spray it on my plants and see how much better the plants do. Fend off bugs on their own and annuals and biennials become perennials and they grow so much bigger, bumper crops, uh, higher yields. And I just, uh, you know, I'm mean, people compost as well. These ways to make sure your plants have enough nutri- nutrition. Right. You don't have to buy the, the toxic uh, environment destroying products. And uh, as well as the water fluoridation that comes from it, uh, these, you know, the untreated waste that's added in the name of fluoridation because it has some fluoride in it. And right. every, every time there's a truck that's hauling this stuff because the trucks are lined with epoxy to prevent the, the tankers from um, dissolving, but uh, every time a truck crashes, it's a hazardous materials uh, situation. Like um, September 7th in North Carolina, uh, 4,500 gallons of hydrofluorosilicic acid. Yes, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, if this stuff eats holes in pavements, why are they dripping it into our water supply? You know what? Yeah, so- Listen, that is, that is a major issue. Um, and Chris, I wish, I wish, I wish that you could be involved and in, you would have the time to be involved in some of the discussions that go along with, um, the water, uh, water treatment issues that we face here in, in Tampa, on our side of the our side of the bay as well. But listen, thank, listen, I, we'll, we'll get together another time. We got another caller. Um, but thank you, Chris. We appreciate the information that you've given because that is very important for what, what I'm about to go into in just a few minutes. Um, thank you. All right, man. Floridealert.org. Floridealert.org has a lot of... Floridealert.org? Yeah, has okay. a lot on phosphate mining as well. All right. All right. Thank all you right. very much, man. Take care. Peace, brother. All right. Uh, Dale, are you still with us? Yeah, I am. What are your I, thoughts I on that? Could I could I say something real? Yes. Um, yes. Everything that he said, yeah, and especially like with the the lasers, but it always seems to come down to the bottom line. Uh, they probably know about these technologies, but it's about how much is it going to cost, mm-hmm. and if it's going to cost us, blah 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 blah. Well, we, we'll we'll just put that on the back burner. We'll just you know. Think about that later. Well, with this hurricane, you can't think about that later. And it's, it's mm. the mindset. Mm. It's the mindset. You've talked about this with the city buses. Why can't they, we go to a, a, a electric? You know, just talking about that and and how, how it would be better for the environment. Now you 
dealing with stuff nationally with right. electric cars. See, the hurricane didn't care if you were a Republican. The sure hurricane did. didn't care if you were an uh, independent voter or a Democrat or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. this is what, what, what we're doing to our environment, and I was just talking to somebody the other day. Yeah, I'm a native. I would tell them I'm a native. I don't remember, Walter, uh, for the state. I don't remember hurricanes forming like they've been forming in the Gulf of Mexico. It was always like this. Africa, and is it going to turn and then go up to the Bahamas? But now you've got hurricanes forming in the Gulf of Mexico, and they're even stronger. It's like, come on, guys. Right. It's like we got to do something. we got to make a change, yeah. okay? They already talk about Miami uh, flooding, you know, and uh, come on. <laughs> what has, What more has to happen? I, I don't know. I'm, uh, I, I don't well, know. I really I, called in about to find out if you got any uh, disaster relief. What is this number 311 that you need to call or whatever? Right, like that? right. Is, is that right? I, I don't, uh, I don't know. I did, you know, yeah. there, there's so many numbers. I think, I think, is it 311, guys? I think it's 311. I, I think so, yes. Yeah, I think <laughs> it is 311 is one of the numbers to call. There's several of them to call. And, um, and, I, and I don't mean to over talk to you, but I heard yeah. something Mr. Miko said, you know, about giving donations. Gee, you got to be careful. It really stinks, but there are a lot of scammers are going to get involved. Yeah, that's Try true. Try to get over on people. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The 311 is the alternate number to report that is, emergency yeah. law enforcement. Yeah. Made the complaints. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> listen, Daryl, we'll go to the next caller. But Daryl, let me tell you something. What you said is right on the money. And this is why it's so important for us to have people from the community who are on the show to be able to give us feedback like this, right? This is very, very important, man. So we value your call in every single Sunday, but we especially value having you on a, as a special guest this Sunday as we talk about this issue of Hurricane Ian and its impact on the, on the black and brown communities and poor communities, period. I mean, this is, this is, this is bad, and it's not something, again, I say to people, just because it didn't hit you doesn't mean it didn't hit you. With the ferocious storms, they're far more ferocious now, as, as Daryl was just alluding to, starting in the Gulf of Mexico. The Gulf of Mexico is hot, hot, hot. Mm -hmm. And that's it's that heat that fuels these storms. Climate change, the extreme climate change is what's behind it. You know, and we, for far too long, people who have the money and the power to make changes have ignored it, have tried to put it on the back burner. Because they don't want to, they don't want to pay the cost. They just mm -hmm. want to make the profits. And if that means continuing on with old world <laughs> technologies and old world fossil fuels and doing things the old way, if, even if they can go back to free and forced labor, they do it because they're all about the bottom line. But these storms bottom should be line. a wake up call to mm -hmm. all of us that we can't just keep doing business as usual. Even them, it's, it's even them, the, you know, the, the, you know, the, you know, I don't, I don't want to just necessarily, just want to call people evil, but again, as I say, the shoe fits, right? If the shoe fits, then all right, whatever. But sooner or later, the, the evil that you do comes back. Yeah. It's going to come back on you. Now you might not see it, see what you do is evil because you're thinking, you know, oh, well, I got these people got jobs. Oh, these people, are, you know, they're okay. But in the end of their jobs, these people got cancer and everything else because of the evil that you did. And you got these people on on non disclosure agreements and stuff like that about the operations that you have on, that you operating the things that you're operating. Why is that necessary? If what you if what you're operating needs needs to be improved upon, then improve upon it. You already make billions of dollars to run a, a freaking, you can run a small country with the money that you make. Mm -hmm. A small country. Yeah. So what, 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 I mean, so what are we talking about here? And they can still go home to their, to their neighborhoods if they want to go to neighborhoods. They can still make their whatever millions of dollars they make a year. 
but just do right. Just do right. I mean, is is it that is it that hard to want to save lives? You're not saving anybody's life by putting by continuing to burn fossil fuels. You and, and you when you know that you're creating another hazardous material. When you know that you're heating up the the world, the the globe, the surface of the globe, and you know that that the doggone hurricanes are 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 growing. The number I'm t- I'm gonna make this up. Meteorologists have told me this. Meteorologists have have have, have reported on this issue. Consistently, there are more hurricanes that sit out in the Atlantic off the coast of Africa, just waiting to come and get their revenge. I call it, I call it the African African's revenge for taking black folks from Africa. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what it is. Did you did you hear about um, Matt Gates? What he did? He voted against the no relief uh, uh, to, to Florida on the aftermath. No, I mean <laughs> Matt Gates is gonna get his man. Yeah. Yeah, it was up to fifteen million dollars in dis- disaster relief funding. He reported along with some of the other House Republicans on Friday. Yes, why would you're you an vote environmental terrorist? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why would you vote against that when, when you could be helping people? But you know, yes. well. this is what he does. This is what they do, man. <sighs> this is what they do. So you know, whatever, man. Listen, <laughs> let's go to our next call. Okay. Okay. Let's go call, to our next call. Caller, you're 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 on the Sunday Forum. Uh, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. How y'all doing? All good, right. How are you? How you doing, brother? I'm doing okay. This is Shane. What's going on, brother? What's happening, brother? All right, man. Okay. I understand they're not going to do anything because all our problems are going to come back to the same thing. It's going to come back to those who have. You know what I'm saying? The ones who have, they're not going to give up money to change what they have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's better ideas. Like the young man was saying, there's a lot of great ideas they could be doing instead of using the chemicals. Mm-hmm. But then you're gonna, they're going to lose more money. Uh, I remember like when Obama and Bush was trained in position and the banks was failing. And they came together and they said, too big to fail. <laughs> That's when, when I was in high school, we learned about capitalism. We, we had PAD when I was in school, Problems in American Democracy. Mm-hmm. Capitalism. There's if there's no punishment for the what what these people are doing, then there's nobody out there who got the job or getting their money is going to give it up. And our politicians go with the dollar. They don't go with what's right or what's moral. They go with the dollar. What's mm. best for them and their household. So until we come together and make a true punishment for wrongdoing, there's nothing going to happen. We can sit back and we can say this is wrong. Only thing I can do is I can do what I can do. I'm going to do what I can do. But nobody's going to give up their money. Nobody's going to. I mean, I just seen people cut in line with 10 gas cans in the back of their truck when somebody's just trying to get enough gas to go to work. It is, we are a greedy country. Florida is not like it once was, like when we was kids. We got people from New York, California, Texas, and come here and change our hospitality way. Everywhere they got greedy. These people are not giving up nothing. What We know the hurricane's coming. The ones with the money is going to take care of themselves, move out the way. The insurance will take care of what they take care of. The ones who've been here, who didn't have the money to come here, <laughs> we're going to lose out. So we can sit here and discuss it, but until we come up with a penalty for those who are breaking these laws or doing us wrong, ain't nothing going to happen. Yeah, it depends on the constituency, who you wish to respond to. And that Barrier Island constituency has woken the ruling class up because it's not us. That's their constituency. Those are people who are white, who are well off, and they want they don't want to lose their votes. So, you know, DeSantis had to drop his a lot of his snarkiness. Mm-hmm, to work with Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That constituency Quick. is Quick. being mm-hmm. hurt. Him and his wife. He's going to go where his money is. And and, and, and the money, well, see, here's the other part of that, brother. The other part of that is, you know, I've said it many, many times on this show, when my problem becomes your problem, now you're going to understand. I don't care care how much money you make. When my problem, when 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 a child that's in your household is threatened with a life or death situation consistently, even one time for them because they're weak, but 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 
but consistently has to deal with the same type of thing that my child has to deal with, guess what? I bet they change the tune in. Right. But until they until they can't afford, right, like the crack epidemic. Yeah. We still got people in jail today who are sick on drugs. Yes. Who are sick on drugs. But we still got people who got life sentences because they smoked crack cocaine. Right. When you got people who, they say, well, yeah, he broke in the house and did some harm, but he was on drugs because he's on meth now. Man, we got to get better than this. There's no, like you say, until it hits their home, but we still suffering. We out in, we're going to be out on the streets. We're going to be going through the, the hell, literally, because we're going to keep on thinking there's a way without punishment, they're going to see the better light. They won't see the better light without any punishment. You can sit here and we can we can say what they should do. Who, who, who got enough power to close monkey's most egg down? Oh man, listen, listen. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Sometimes and, and nobody's looking at closing them down. I'm not I'm not even suggesting that. I'm not even right, suggesting but if you that. Change the order. Change the they, way they, they function. It, they if and then close it down. They don't want to see that's trillions of dollars. Yeah, that's trillions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. And, that's and, enough right there to buy America. <laughs> just for <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me just say this, brother. Um, one of the biggest things to consider there, you, you, I can't say that anything you're saying has no merit at all. Can't say that. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even try. What I am saying is that there is a need for us internally, as 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 a people, to recognize what you're saying. Number one. Recognize the impacts of what you are saying, number two. And number three, to act on it. Now, to act on it means that we are that we are preparing appropriately. What to act on it means that next time, now we didn't get hit this time. But those solar grids, Bibili, those micro grids that I kept telling everybody about on this show. That people just see it right over their head. Okay, now all of a sudden it seems to be I was in another conversation somewhere else, and all and it seemed like such a great idea. Well, how do we do a microgrid? Oh, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, uh huh. Now you want to talk, but that's, yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm in these meetings, and all of a sudden, well, I, I, yeah, well, yeah, we need the microgrids. And the people that need to do them, that need to set them up, we have the ability to do it. And then what we need to do is look at the political aspect of it and look at how we can open up the market. That takes time, but a microgrid is something we can do right now. There's nothing stopping us from making, from putting up a microgrid right now. Nothing, <laughs> except the greed that we have in, in our own community and and the ignorance we have in our own community for not realizing that we should have done it a long time ago. Again, if the shoe fits, if it doesn't doesn't apply to you, but if the shoe fits, you know who you are. Until we have a way to to punish those who are too greedy, there's going to be greed. I mean, greed at all levels. There's yeah. some people out there right now trying to figure out you know, how they get some of this steam of money. They ain't wrong. Listen, if we if we uh, let me let me tell you something, brother. If I if we sit out if we sit out from this radio station right here, if we this is a community radio station, so I'm going to challenge the radio station itself. I'm going to challenge. I'm going to send out. I'm going to issue a challenge to the radio station. Ready? Okay. The challenge to the radio station and any other radio station out there would be to go to frontline communities and make sure that that somehow the donations and things like that that we're built that we're building up for to have these microgrids are somehow. Set up. Is that unreasonable? No. No, that's not unreasonable. Right. That's not unreasonable at all. But we haven't done it yet. With all the environment, let's turn in our cars. Let's turn in our boats. No. I ain't worried about your car and your boat unless your car and your boat gonna bring some money that you're gonna put down for some for some technology, some infrastructural uh for microgrids to go into the community. I what what do I care about putting 
I ain't got no boat to give you. <laughs> the hell? What are we talking about here? A damn boat that I'm going to give you? Man, I'll fix that boat up and go fishing. We might get some and put some food on the table in my house. Why would? Why the hell am I worried about that? Again, I, I'm not trying to discourage anybody for doing it. If that's what you want to do, knock yourself out. But I'm simply saying these are ways that we can encourage people to actually take and give and really give to the community. My God, am I? I mean, what? What? I, what the hell am I? Am I just? Am I the only one talking here? Damn. Damn. I mean, what 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 are we doing? Every Sunday, I got Amen. And 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 turn right back around talking about dying somewhere to get to heaven. And and well, yeah, I want to go to heaven. But what about right now where I am right now? How do I make where I live a heaven for me? Do white folks got a heaven? What the hell's wrong with me that I can't have it? Why can't our people can't? Why can't we have it? We got to keep living in. Woo! We almost had to hit that dump button, yeah. boy. <laughs> we got to keep living in these in these terrible conditions, and keep and, and keep letting people come in and gentrify our communities. And instead, instead of helping us to create, that's selfish. Yes, they're greedy and they're selfish. That's and they're greed not selfish. They're greed and they're not gonna let let go. That's selfish. They, they gotta be. It's gotta be a way to penalize people. If you don't, if you have no penalty, there's nobody's gonna change. Oh man, there's no penalty. If no, ain't no penalties, man. They're not gonna do it. They, they ain't gonna do it because it's right. They're not gonna do it. If, if it was right, the churches would be right. Man, listen, listen, listen. And I applaud the AME Church for what it did um, when it brought together those pastors from within the within the current the AME Church to begin to talk about the environmental uh, racism that's going on in communities. And it wasn't just some fanfare; it was them talking about what they know with their narratives. Daryl knows what I'm talking about. Daryl, yeah. that's very important. Let me say that I'm now. I'm a Christian. Yes, but listen, that same Bible, and I'm astonished that many pastors who would say this. But let's go all the way back to Genesis. God told Adam to dress the garden and keep it. That's right. To keep it. Uh, pastors talking about, you know, I don't care about the redwoods. You know, the earth is going to be destroyed by fire in the end, and anyway. So, uh, why would you know? You're supposed to take care of the planet. You know. I was just thinking about this. I remember a time when they had commercials, you know, where you know you would take your fast food product and throw bags of trash on the on the highway and stuff. They stopped that. You can change your mindset. You can change your attitude. They don't, people don't really do that anymore. <laughs> throw cans <laughs> and stuff, you know, <laughs> trash and stuff. They don't do that anymore. Nope. It's it's like what you just were talking about. These factories, you, you're pumping carcinogens in, into the air. You're making the atmosphere. That's the fire they talk about in the Bible. If I if I if I were to if I were to be the one to sit here and make a and make an argument, right, for what revelation means when talking about the world will be divide, uh, will be uh, destroyed by fire. If I would if I were to make a guess, I think the fire they're talking about is the fire, the heat that we get on the daggone earth's surface. Right, and you would be smart to do that. I mean, that's the purpose of the Bible is to be figurative, not literally. So, well, what they're it. talking about, even your scientists <laughs> said that thousands and thousands, maybe millions of years in the future that the Come sun on, is going to swell and whatever, and Come where on. the Earth's orbit is right now is going to be engulfed in, in the flame, you know, of, 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 of the sun. Okay, but... Why can't we? That's just common. Come on, smart. Take care of our environment, Walter. Wherever you live, Mr. Miko. Wherever you live, uh, Mabili. Wherever you live, we all breathe the same air. We all drink the same water for the most part. We hope we drink the same water. 
Yeah. They're trying to keep no, us I drink. Apart. I drink gold water. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try okay. to sneak over there to the south side and get some white folks water. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. But, and see if they ice colder. <laughs> right. Keep repeating this. Does it have to happen to you for you to understand? You know, my aunt was just talking about when we were coming through the, the hurricane. You know, um, you, you don't really appreciate the people down in Miami <laughs> and Fort Lauderdale Jeez. until you walk in, in, in their shoes. Well, some of us, we, we're walking in their shoes now. Right. You know, and, oh, and by the way, this ain't the end of hurricane season just because we just got the, the, the edge of this. Yeah, November. Still yeah, it's still more November. And coming over here. Yep. Mm. They sitting out there waiting. Like the 36 Chambers, boy. Wu-Tang no, Wu Wu fan, 36 Chambers, boy. Uh, they sit out there waiting. By the way, from your last caller, uh, where is uh, our vaunted senator, Marco Rubio? You're very quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's too busy attacking Val Demings. All the time. We need to figure out a way that we can come together today because there's going to be another one come through. If it's not this year, next year, or year next after that, maybe we might not even be living. But we need to come together and try to figure out a way instead of thanking everybody, just the ones who are going to do it. I don't even want everybody no more. I just want anybody, anybody who's going to do something to make a change, a real change. Yeah. Because if you're waiting for the politicians to step up or somebody who's looking to be a leader, there's no such thing as leaders. Our leaders have money on their on their bank now. Mm. All of them. Well, the are from, the leaders. Everyone from your pastor <laughs> to, to your follow. the junkie on the corner. <laughs> Everybody's the same now. They want that money. So instead of worrying about that, there we can come together. Just those who are willing to come together and make some form of change. Absolutely. Because those people with the money, they don't care. Right now, I'm, <laughs> I, I felt bad because I have a generator. When our lights went out over here in Lakeland, I felt bad because I got a generator. And I didn't, I left my cord, so I couldn't use the cord to put to my people house next door. Right. Just putting her, had the refrigerator plugged up. Hey, dang, man, I felt bad. Mm. I felt bad. But it's so many other people who has um, extension cords. Fill up 10 gas cans. <laughs> While the lines was long, people giving out of gas, and he filling up 10 gas cans. Greediness. We're very greedy people here in America. We, uh, this, we don't is so, this is so this bad. Is not, this is not a, uh, what they said, uh, a democracy. Or anything. No, not, man, this is no, so this bad. Is a capitalist society. If money, the more money you got, let's say, the more money you got, the more power you have. The more voting power you have, the more every kind of power you have. The hurricane ain't hurting the millionaires like it's hurting the dudes on the corner. It's not hurting the, the uh, <coughs> they, they don't care about the smokestacks doing whatever they're going to do because I already know I got a home over here and if it starts blowing, I'm going to the home over there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, They right. don't care. So thinking that the people just going to come together and, and do good because we think they should, and money make a person do a lot of crazy things. Yeah, I see. Talk about people killing problem. each other over money. I mean, loved ones over money. So just imagine what they do for you about money. But we got to forget about those who don't care. We don't even got, you know what I'm saying? You send out one offer and say, hey, y'all, we need help. Come on. Like I came, like before I gave my phone number. Easy. 813-446-0106. If you want to do something, Shangri is ready. I'm ready to do whatever. I mean, I don't want to sit around and uh, dump hey. on the corners and all that. You I got it, man. You got it. Before hey. you do something, Shangri want to do something. Shang, listen, call in, email us, man. Send an email. Nah, uh, we, 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 got, we got some more calls we got to get to. We got three more calls, man. Yo, Shang, thank you, man. Love you, man. Peace, brother. Yep. Okay, uh, next caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, Uhuru. Uhuru, what's going on, brother African? What's going on, brother African? All right. Uh, I got some incredible uh, callers and, and stuff going on today. Really want to uh, appreciate the the liveliness of the show. Um, I want to tell you this though, uh, you know, a man who knows proverbs can bring about uh, solutions. You know, I, I believe that for real. That's the proverb too. Um, but this show brought a few proverbs to mind, and I'm gonna share this, just a few of them. And you know, you can comment as I go. Uh, you know, hang up. When I hang up, we could talk. I mean, you could talk about them. But there's one thing that uh, 
you know, based on your championing of these environmental issues, uh, there's a Botswana proverb that says, the young bird does not crow until it hears the older ones. And so um, that's why it's so important that you, brother, uh, and I'm not saying that you're old. I'm just, you're old <laughs> hey, man, we got this gray on our beard, brother. And I, yeah. I, I'm going to say I got the gray on my beard, brother. So yeah. I'm, I think yeah. I'm hitting that, that, that point. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm saying you, you're younger. I mean, you're older than some of these young birds, man. So, you know, you crowing uh, is definitely, uh, you know, um, uh, necessary so that the younger birds can um, uh, can know what to do, you know, can, can know how to crow as well. Another proverb that comes to mind, like people talking about, uh, like the caller just was on the phone for about 10 minutes. Um, saying, you know, what people do. I think his name's Shang Shang or something like that, right? You know, right. people just, just know, you know, number one, I want to say this about that call. There's no, this, this, this is ridiculous idea that we don't have any leaders anymore. It, you know, it's just, it's just not true. Um, you know, they say you want to know what you can do. Join the African People's Socialist Party. Uh, look up O'Malley Yisatella. Ain't no money on his back. Might be a target on his back, but ain't no money. Um, you know, uh, O'Malley Yisatella. Chairman of the African People's Socialist Party and leader of the International African Revolution. Look, look that up, brother. O M A L I Y first name, last name Y E S H I T E L A. Look it up, brother, and uh, you know see for yourself. Join the African People's Socialist Party, and you'll know what leadership is. You know what leaders look like, and we'll have that confusion. But you know, um, for these other people that we spend a lot of time talking about, uh, that don't care about us. No matter how often, it's a, it's a Ghana, a Ghanaian proverb that says, no matter how often you visit the forest, you don't know the forest like the animals that live there. And mm. so these people who come to our communities, you know, uh, when it's election time or, you know, whatever time, you know, show up when it's hurricane time, they don't live nowhere around any of the stuff that we're talking about. You know, they, they don't have a clue. They can't offer any solutions because we are the solution. We we are the people who know what is best for our own communities. They don't know. And the and the thing is, um, and my man saying I think had a, a, a valid point when he says we have to make them do stuff. And and that's and that's reality. And not and, and not just with the vote, uh, or at least not the vote at the ballot box. There are more ways didn't want to vote. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've seen that in our history. You know, we've seen uh, sit-ins work. We've seen um, rebellions work uh, just as well as, uh, you know, perhaps sometimes voting at, at the at the ballot box. And so um, just wanted to say that. And there's another proverb, you know, um, it's a Nigerian proverb. It says, one who causes others misfortune also teaches them sense. So these people who cause us misfortune over and over and over again, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the proverb is true, and I, I believe it is, we ought to be learning something. We ought to be getting more sensible, right, uh, about how to um, about how to change our own environment. And I guess we got two more, if that's all right, if you tolerate me. Um, uh, there's one, it's a Gambian proverb that says, no matter how long a log stays in water, it would never become a crocodile. And you might have heard that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, and so, yeah. and I, and I say, I share that to say that so many of us think that we some kind of American. I know, boy, I'm glad you got the boy. I wish I could stay on the phone with, with, with your special guest. <laughs> Cause I know he likes to challenge the idea that, uh, somehow, uh, uh, you know, uh, when I say I'm African and somehow I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm, I'm, I'm smart enough to know that, uh, if I'm a log, I just can't stay in the river and become a crocodile um, just because I'm in the river. And so, um, and, and that's the same thing that all these people who don't care about our problems, all these uh, government officials, people in leadership, uh, the mayor, the whoever is in governor, senator, whatever, looking for Ruby, who cares? You know, they don't care because uh, they know uh, the difference between a log and a crocodile. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and, 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 and we're in their river, but uh, that don't make <clears throat> no crocodile. And um, uh, the last thing uh, I want to share uh, uh, was one more. I'm looking for, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all cassava have the same skin, but not all taste the same. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, so-called Kenyan proverb. And so it's just, it, 
those proverbs, uh, based on this discussion today, uh, help me uh, understand that uh, older people like us got to talk um, so that the younger people know what to say or at least know how to talk. And that we have to be mindful of the fact. I mean, we just got to face reality, you know, uh, that we, we colonized people uh, in a colonial situation and, and ain't nobody you know, who visits us every now and then for whatever personal gain, capitalist gain they have going to change that situation. We have to do it ourselves. I mean, we, we have to make a decision. We have to pick a side. We have to say that we either with the colonizer, even if you don't want to be African, that's fine. You can be an American African if you want to be. But you still got to pick a side. You know, even colonizers, some pick a side and say, we're going to be on the right side of history. We're going we're gonna to stop, uh, you know, uh, oppressing people and working with the group uh, that oppresses people, and we're going to work against that group. I mean, there are white people who do it all the time. They're called the African People's Solidarity Committee, you know, um, <laughs> and, and, or, or the Huru Solidarity Movement as that's well. Right. And so there are people who do that. You know, you can you can pick a side, even if you're not smart enough to know whether you're a log or a crocodile, you can still be on the side of the log or the side of the crocodile. You know, um, you can still make that choice. And so I, I really appreciate you, uh, uh, for making this show possible and allowing me to share these things because uh, the reality is we don't have to do it ourselves. But you can't do it if you don't, you know, you can't, you can't do for yourself if you don't have a good idea of uh, what's in your own best interest because you don't know whether you're a log or a crocodile. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. That that is that there's every bit of truth in everything you said, every bit of truth in everything you said, brother. So, hey man, thank you, brother African. Appreciate you all the time, every day, every day. All right, keep doing what you're doing, brother. Can't stop. All right, peace. Uh, next caller. Uh, caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Greetings, Walter, and the members of the Fourth Estate, Clay hey. from Land Lakes. Hey, Clay, what's Hello. going on? All right. Listen, I got a question for you, but first a couple observations. Climate change is too soft of a word. We're past climate change. It's climate crisis, and I wish yes. everyone would start using yes. that term. Yeah. Yes, climate change. It's climate crisis, and if you didn't realize it, you realize it now. You got to see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Next, the phosphate industry was not created for making fertilizer. The phosphate industry came about for bomb making, explosives. Mm-hmm. That's what they were mining phosphate for originally. And using it as a fertilizer came secondarily after it wasn't being used anymore as the main method of making explosives. Right, right. I, I'm aware so, of that, yes. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Claire. So, well, it seems like all the bad things we do, we try to find secondary uses for them. <laughs> like uh, you know, the coal, coal ash, roadways. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> You know. yeah, they're really making bricks out of that coal ash if you let them. Yeah, yeah, concrete, coal ash. I mean, yeah. hey, so, wow. so my question is is this. I, I only get my news from WNF. I don't watch television, haven't watched it since 2006. And I really haven't seen or heard anyone talk about the uh, uh, migrant farm workers that were uh, living in those shanties and run-down trailers and all that stuff and how devastated they must have been from this whole thing. Do you know anything about that? I do not. I do not. Um, I, I can. I thought about it, and I don't know enough about it. And I, I shamefully enough, shamefully, I, I shamefully well, enough, I don't know enough there, about it. Um, if anybody out there listening knows, call in and let us. Let yeah, us know, definitely. Uh, well, I think you know, that's something we're going to talk about. Yeah. We're going to definitely figure something out about that, and 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 talk about it because there because the, I, I've had a, I've had a discussion on this show about it. When we were discussing the issue of big sugar and what was going, on. remember we were talking about that some time back. Um, but we need to we need to kind of bone up on that and, and, and talk about it definitely. Yeah, well, and, and you know that's one of the things. Uh, remember, right after the storm, the Lee County Sheriff, I believe it was, was telling us that there were hundreds dead, and Jeez. that's what I thought he was talking about. And then all of a sudden, it's only forty-seven dead, and we end with the hundreds. But I don't think they really have a good number. Yeah, because I don't think they found everybody. And in other words, if a lot of those folks died in, in that, they're probably going to be the, the last to be reported if they're reported at all. There, there needs to be some demographic knowledge, some demographical knowledge of who they are, though. Um, once the waters have receded and, and, and they've come up with some, some final numbers. Yep. So 
we'll find out soon. And uh, keep up the great work. It's a great show, and you have wonderful callers. Done a great job uh, pointing things out. All right, hey, Clay, thank you very much. Good to see upon you all. Stay healthy. All right, all right, all right. Thank you. Bye. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, issue, it is a crisis in the issue of of how nature works, but, you know, the rising seas especially. But, you know, it was interesting, kind of weird to see how Tampa Bay was completely dried out by the way the wind was blowing, which tells you how ferocious that wind was. I mean, it was as if... It was like... Tampa Bay was bare bone dry. Oh man, I mean, South County got some, but the, but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as what you know as, as what you saw there. Clearly, I mean, you, there were sharks on land. Like mm-hmm. that's it goes to show you just how ferocious. Wow, these storms are for real. Next call. Sharks on land. Yeah, there's sharks on land. Yeah, there are actually videos of sharks on land, and they weren't they were from somebody's cell phone. Wasn't any. Joke about it, it was sharks. Uh, wow. Caller, you're on the Sunday forum. Sounds like some Sharknado to me. Oh, here we go. Here we go, Ron. What's up, man? Hey, you know what it is, and I had to call on the clay man and some other men that was talking to <laughs> And we got Daryl on here, too. So we got Daryl and Ron on here at the same time. Lord, have mercy. Hey, Ron. He needs need the consensus. But look here. Uh, tell Clay, the guy that cut my blonde for me, is a Hispanic, and uh, uh, he lives in Plant City, and he was over here yesterday, and uh, I gave him a generator because he didn't have, I had a little smaller one, that extra, the people around here got power and stuff, but uh, he says they don't have power, and they're going to be without it for seven days, then I mm. asked him, you don't know he's speaking broken English to me, but I understand, so he say, because I listen in 10, he say, uh, the people across the road from me got power, the people on the other side of me got power, he said, we, we don't got no power, so that just shows you the discriminatory practice, if it is, any. I don't know that. But just let That's me know. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, point. so, and the other thing was, this here, uh, I've been stopped over here by the sheriff quite a few times, so the last time this guy stopped me to ride my electric bike, he got he shot behind me in an unmarked truck, uh, it's all camouflaged out, and then he stopped me and told me all this stuff, like he was going to arrest me. Then he told me I was bringing it on myself. So I just wanted to relay that sentiment to everybody in the community that uh, has some gumption that this is the sentiment from uh, the other side. So you were riding your electric bike? Yeah. Electric bike, uh, it's scooted and it had the pedal things on it, so he started telling me all this stuff. And you know, I was about a uh, hundred and some yards from my house. When I leave and I turn on Main Street, they get behind me almost every time. They come out to the library, get behind me. They stopped me like three times in the last three months. And one time, the guy was sitting at a circle case and uh, let's see how we do this. At 9 o'clock, I'm going straight, if you know how a clock set up. And I looked over, and it was a, a storm coming, and I was going to get gas. This is funny and ironic. I was going to get gas, but the Circle K was all crowded. I looked over. I said, don't get anybody over there. I can't go over there. So I looked further over, and I seen the sheriff laying in the corner. So I said, well, let me go on down to the next gas station. So I rolled across the four-way stop. Then I went down. I looked up. He's in my back and shining the lights on me. So he told me that he saw me... Uh, not stop at the stop sign. I told him I don't never do that. I turned my phone on because I knew he was lying to me. I said, how the hell? I just saw it. I said, I stand on my phone. I just saw this dude over at Circle K, 9 o'clock. But he's saying he saw. So there's a lot of stuff that goes in. So they can uh, control and change. My point is they can control and change whatever they want to. If they can dominate and try to domineer me, then they can change these policies and everything around here and help people for what they need to do. They don't want to do it. Like I said, about we bringing it on ourselves because we want to buck the norm. We don't want the norm to be all the people down at Fort Myers got all the money, living on a private island, spending their luxury riches and, and lamp life a luxury den. As soon as something happens, oh, we need the money to go down there and fix that up. What about the people in the projects of the plant city over here, like, just, like I just said? Oh, they don't count. Just keep your mouth shut and let us do what we do. We're doing our job. We're helping us. The governor's helping everybody. It all this old mess, man, a bunch of rhetoric. So I just wanted to put that on the table because a lot of junk going down. And the other thing is, I was willing to work with anybody to help this situation in our state because it's very ironic, man. I mean, I was sitting here listening like, well, if God want me, he'll get me. Ain't no way you can run. Ain't no way you can hide. And they Absolutely thought, get not. out of here. Do this, do that. And I just wanted to lay that on the table because there's nothing we could do. We had the whim and the mercy of these people. They come in when the storm, bringing all these storm troopers in on us and, and taking over our lives. But the one thing I want to say is 
they could uh, uh, subcontract all these jobs out to poor people and non-working people to clean up and do all that. They don't want to do that. They want to act like they're spending the femur money, which they're not. They're just taking that money and putting it in there and then getting it to the special candidate. Man, I, I'll leave it like hey, that. So, hey, man, thank you, Ron. We appreciate your call, brother. We've got to wrap it up. Uh, Daryl, we appreciate you too. Yes, sir. Brother, it's good to hear from you, and it's always good to hear from the community. Um, we do have another call. Yeah, oh, can't take okay. them. Uh, okay. If there are any other calls out there, we're sorry we can't take you. We got to wrap it up. We thank you for joining us here for the Sunday Forum. Uh, we're going to go out with Everybody Loves the Sunshine by Brother Roy Ayers, uh, the legendary Brother Roy Ayers. And Daryl, thank you so much. Uh, to the Fourth Estate, thank you very much. And each one of you, we want to say, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's not a thing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. We love you. Post Martin Hoot Nanny is next. Stay tuned, WMNF.